guys, this is Period Sis, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of things from mental health to spirituality to physical health, sexuality, and all kinds all of other things. So my name is Charisma. I'm a DBH graduate. I have my doctoral degree in behavioral health, and I'm also a mental health clinician. And it's Chevy, and I am an administrative supervisor at a behavioral health clinic. We can't wait for you to check out our podcast. Thanks, you guys, for joining in. We hope you enjoy it. And please um, do send us your requests or your topics. Yeah, whatever. All that other ish, like we just said, you know. (laughs) Hit us up. Love you. Thank you, guys. Hello. How y'all doing out there? Hi, world. How are y'all? <laughs> we are back, y'all. Don't act so We shy. back. Exactly. Y'all, guess what? Our yeah. following on our last podcast was so bomb, and we just want to thank y'all for giving us the opportunity and, like, vibing with us. That's so dope. It is. I agree. I when I saw the numbers, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. Like, y'all, y'all really missed us. I mean, we here for it. Oh, I am super excited about the conversation today because, y'all, we're going to be talking about Black. Also, talk to, you know, like looks and Black women and you know, respectability, politics, all that good stuff. Yes, all that good stuff. Let's get into it because <laughs> I got so much to say. Where do we start, sis? So, let's start with um, hmm, let me think. We got so many good ones. Right. Um, Let's start with Shakari. Okay, so the stigma well okay so i'm gonna just jump right on into it so i i have a pretty good following um pretty good group of friends and things like that of that such and it's so sad how what i've witnessed lately with this young black woman is that it's us it's it's us it's us tearing each other down and it was so many negative comments about oh her hair is ghetto her nails is ghetto define ghetto because somebody else can go and do it and it's okay it's acceptable you know and just not even to talk about athletes but just to say it's okay for a white girl in the tattoo industry to have long nails long hair color hair this that this that whatever whoever however she want to do it but if we do it we're looked at like that's not okay um and it's it's a lot from us it's us doing it to each other y'all I hate it with a passion y'all so speaking of shikari richardson she is the young lady that um qualified for the tokyo olympics this year in field and track track and field Mm -hmm. um fantastic and and she had uh long like super long nails i don't wear my nails like that but that's her business she has super long nails and she had like this kind of red fire colored hair and my understanding from her is that she did that because she said she wanted to look like fire going down the track and I thought the Amen. whole thing was, was bomb it. 
I was like, I love that's it. cool. Like, I like that concept, girl. You know who you are. Like she said, I'm that girl. And so she was super confident. And I was very surprised when I was like, what are people talking like? What are, what are they complaining about? I'm confused. Thank you. You can't do nothing right with folk. It's like, I am who I am and I'm comfortable with who I am. And two middle fingers to you if you don't like it, because at the end of the day, let's go back in history and talk about Flojo, um, who is one of the greatest women athletes ever. Um, and baby, you nobody could tell Flojo about her hair, about her nails and makeup. Flojo used to be running effortlessly on that track. So I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with it. And to this day, ain't nobody be her record, okay? So whether you like the look or you don't like the look, it doesn't stop these Black women in greatness, period. Right. And you know what, though? The So if we go the opposite direction a little bit, right? So people are talking about how her hair and nails and all that were ghetto. But years ago, y'all know when Simone Biles first came out, right? We know uh-huh. she's a gymnast. Fantastic. She also qualified. So psh, there's that. Um, air. Anyways, though, so Simone <laughs> qualified in the Olympics. You know, she's doing stunts left and right that people can't even emulate. <laughs> but, you know, they were talking about her hair not being combed because if I'm not mistaken, she's adopted by white parents. I- and so her hair, you know, of course, it wasn't like styled and slicked back and people had a problem with that. So it's like, if you have your hair done and it's designed and styled and cute, in my opinion, it's a problem. If you don't have your hair done, if it's not slicked back and it's not like traditionally um, pulled into a bun like gymnasts and stuff, it's a mm-hmm. problem. So it's like you said, w- where do we win? Because that doesn't make any sense. That does not take away from the fact that the girl is bomb when it comes to gymnastics. And I thought those were the stupidest arguments then, too. Thank you, period. Because, you know, this this goes back. It's a show that I watched. And um, it's so sad that a lot of women feel like they have to have their hair a certain way to be in a certain profession have their nails a certain way to be in a certain profession. Nobody can tell me that I cannot wear my natural hair, whether my natural hair is curly, 4C, 3B, whatever. Can't nobody tell me how I feel, even if I decided I wanted to relax it. That would be my business. Nobody can tell me that a certain way that I wear my hair is unprofessional. Who defines professionalism? Who defines what a hairstyle of professionalism or nails should look like. Well, you know, we already know it's Eurocentric centered that defines professionalism. And that's how it's always been since we started being able to even have jobs that paid. (laughs) So sad. Yeah. Like you have to fit the mold. If you don't, if if your voice isn't proper enough, if your slang is too much, if your nails are too long, if your hair is not the right color, it's unacceptable in society is a problem for me which is why i'm you know working on creating my own business and my own thing and if people don't like it guess what i don't have to work with you quite frankly because i'm gonna period wearing my colored hair and yes my locks are colored like a peacock blue whatever you want to call it (laughs) um and i'm not apologetic to anybody i did it and i went to work and did anybody say anything no they said oh my gosh, your hair is so pretty. I was waiting for somebody to say something stupid. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know? Ready. Ready. 
because we have to stop as a black community we have to stop tearing each other down yes, about do. what the world feels like a look should feel like so you want to get on this um this whole bonnet subject oh my <laughs> gosh yes y'all now i honestly thought that was the stupidest argument ever because again it all comes about i mean to policing black women other black women policing black women because i'm pretty positive there were no as far as i saw no white people were on this point this was black women against black women it was y'all and it went on for quite some time like it was i have mixed feelings on it um I just, <laughs> y'all, we probably gonna argue about this a little bit. Um, <laughs> I have mixed feelings on it. I feel like in public period, um, you should be presentable. Now, presentable can mean different things, okay? Because because yes. the way that I am inside of my home don't is not the way that I would step outside. Okay, like I might walk around the house without no bra on. I wouldn't go outside without no bra on or in Walmart without no bra on. Some people do. Some people can't. I won't. That's me. However, I'm not going to tell the next person, hey, girl, why are you in Donald Brown with that shirt? It's not my business. If that's what she want to do, that's what she going to do. So I think that we have to, like you said, stop policing each other. I do, however, comma, feel like there's certain things, like it's certain ways you should perceive yourself and it's certain ways you should present yourself when stepping out into public. That's, okay. that's how I feel about it. Okay. Well, tell me why you think that you should step out a certain way or, you know, what'd you say, perceive yourself? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because for so long they've already looked at us like we don't have nothing. We mm-hmm. don't care about ourselves. We don't, you know, um, it, it, it's it's this this culture thing for me and they they feel like um like we can't have combed hair it, it's just it's so much that goes into it and it bothers me um to see that and when I see I don't have a problem with a female wearing a bonnet I don't care would I wear one out in public I have before and I did because I had just got my hair done and mm-hmm. was nobody gonna tell me <laughs> that I was about to get my hair wet or have it frizzed up because my hair was pink curled and it was raining. So yes, sis, I left the salon with a bonnet on, but I didn't go to any stores. I didn't do anything. I, I did. I actually did. I went to the hair store, but that was my prerogative. However, I feel like I think the whole thing was p- pajamas and bonnets, right? How they were saying how right. women go into the store with their pajamas on or mm-hmm. going to the store with their bonnets on. Hey, my hair ain't combed today. I pulled it back. I put a hat on. That's me. I could have came outside with my bonnet on, but I don't like the way I look. So it's all about how you feel. If you feel like you look okay and you outside with your bonnet on, then girl, wear your bonnet. I don't care. But there's, there. I guess, where everybody was feeling like, okay, there's turbans, there's hair wrap, there's all these other things that you can put on to make it look like, you know, hey, I ain't feel like on my hair day. And that's okay. Shit, even if you don't put nothing on it, your hair is all over your head. Who cares? But, you know, we can agree to disagree. I, I don't really know. See, I that, just feel like they yeah. thought for so long that we we just don't, we just don't care about our appearance. And I think that it came into play with, um, you know, Monique, for sure, feeling very passionate about it. And 
I don't think she meant it in a negative way, but everybody took it and it just became this big old big unnecessary conversation. <laughs> the and you know what with her, she added on to it about her thoughts about how yeah. women, you know, um should should like you said, should be presentable and I put that in quotes when they step outside and should, you know, emulate this and blah blah blah. I understand back in the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. We were had to be had to be presentable. They had to dress a certain way. Totally understand. I get why. But nowadays, I feel we're starting to recognize our value with necessarily it being tied to our people of our, let's say, great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents had to do that. But guess what? In, the, in a way that's still, like, empathetic because I understand, people still got Sunday bed. Mm. If you are dressed, basically you appear, you know, to be Eurocentric, you know, your hair straight, you're not wearing a bonnet, people are still going to judge you whether you have a bonnet and pajamas on or you're in professional attire with a suit and a jacket. If they don't like you, they're going to find a reason to not like you. So that's why I feel felt so strongly about it like you said do I wear a bonnet out the house very rarely I will if I have something I'm doing my hair is done under it I don't want it to get messed up I got no problem going out the house in a bonnet and you know maybe some sleep pants but a, a, a nicer t-shirt most people can't even <laughs> right tell. or yoga pants you know like that's right. my thing that's my comfort level but I'm never gonna going to judge another woman for what they're wearing like that's their business it's got nothing to do with me ain't nobody around here looking at me talking about ooh. and if they do if they're saying well this is why you know black women can't get jobs and blah 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 well that is your own thing that is your own systemic thinking and prejudices that are already there regardless of what that person is wearing Mm -hmm. because if you're talking like that you know what i'm saying then you have stronger feelings than just about a bonnet and pajamas correct i agree i agree you know, so I that was my agree. whole thing with the bonnet. I'm like, just let people live. I'm so sick of women, women, especially black women, being judged for every freaking thing. Girl, ever. under the microscope, honey. Right. You can be fantastic. Just like, um, not uh, Simone, the, the Olympic swimmer. She also qualified. I'm waiting to see what people are going to say about her. Like her swim cap was too tight. What? Right, it's gonna be something like they can't, they can't, it's they just they can't, they cannot. I mean, and that literally, so you know, earlier we were talking about how that also again is all connected, how that ties into the whole situation with Allison Felix, who has the new shoe brand, the athletic footwear. I think it's Sash. Mm I'm not 100% sure how to say it but you know she was I don't know if she was dropped by Nike or if she decided to leave Nike they dropped her okay that's what I thought essentially it was like you have to pick your pregnancy or or you know professionalism or athleticism I should say and I'm like which is so pathetic because how many women do we know that are successful and baby with kids or without they still moving still doing the damn thing 
I don't exactly. understand how a company so big as Nike could drop someone just because they're pregnant. Okay. I felt so power when she did that her um her post with her scar and her medals yeah. around her neck. It was like wow. Like it was so touching and it was like Nike, you lost that. Because nobody can stop nobody it's a billion dollar company or whatever nobody can stop nobody's greatness and she proved to them that she don't need Nike to endorse her sure doesn't like I just think it's crazy that it's all like I said it's always something I'm not saying other women don't get judged but there's this intersection specifically we have to experience racism we experience Mm -hmm. sexism we experience classism. And again, that doesn't say other parties don't and other races do not, but ours intersect so much, it almost feels mm-hmm. like we can't get forward. Even though we know we can't, we build the table, you know, we're the blue. Right. We how are the most probably, I think, the most educated race um, and, you know, women's group out there now. So we're doing all these things, but yet, people still can judge you know no matter what and I think it's ridiculous so it's all about in my mind you know um just just being who you are regardless of what other people think because there's nobody else out there like you right absolutely I agree with that um I think you just have to be like she said be true to yourself and if if that truth if that truthfulness is you liking yellow hair or whatever, then do you, sis, own you. Don't let nobody stop who you are because you're trying to fit into somebody else's world. Yes, because colored hair and long nails and all of that has nothing to do with your level of professionalism. Not a thing. Honestly, professionalism, like we said, that comes from, you know, white like absolutely because they they can be the most unprofessional and i i mean that (laughs) with 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 everything because i'm dealing with it i'm dealing with watching and and what's crazy is me and my um clinic manager was just talking about this the other day we're Mm -hmm. dealing with watching it's funny when you sit back and you watch them tear each other down okay it it's almost amusing it's like oh Y'all thought y'all was friends, huh? But when the tables turn, oh, oh, y'all ain't so close now, you know. And it's 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 almost sad because you want to talk about unprofessionalism, you want to talk about messy. Oh, baby, they can start a pot, <laughs> and it's like, I'm girl, saying. you are so unprofessional. Yes, and I mean, like, pe- when people personality step into the workplace, um and make it difficult for you to even have a working relationship with because I ain't got to talk to you outside of work. I ain't got to be your friend outside of work. Girl, I don't care what you do outside of work, but what you going to do in this establishment is respect me. And I think that there's a sense of entitlement because they may hold a higher title in some sense that they can belittle and berate you or talk to you as if you don't matter. No, ain't nobody. I don't care... If I'm a doggone um, janitor and you're uh, uh, the head of the medical facility, you still not going to talk to me with disrespect and you still not going to handle me like I'm not a person. And that goes back so far because 
we were never looked at as people. We were always looked at as a subject, as a thing, um, as a something, not a someone, not a somebody. And property. to this day, it yes, property. To this, <laughs> to this day, it bothers me. So I am very vocal with saying, um, "Oh, you gonna respect me? Period. You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna respect me because I can go. I can go there with you." I think that's important again, like really important to know is, you know, I kind of get into that mindset or the thought where people are like, well, if, you know, if black people can't respect one another, how are white people supposed to? I'm like, that is a whole different argument in my mind. Yes, mm-hmm. we still have a long way to go in our own community. I totally agree. We do. But right. that doesn't mean that it's also that it then makes it okay for these outside communities, non-people of color, to not show us respect. Like, how does that even make sense? Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. You you gonna respect me. If you don't do nothing else, you gonna respect me, period. I don't care if you black, white, blue, or purple. Nobody will have the upper hand to disrespect me. If I treat you with respect, you gonna treat me with respect, period. But don't make me be the angry black woman. because i'm telling you you'll get it and i'm not scared to say it like you will get it you know what's so interesting is i was talking to actually i was talking to my therapist about this and yes therapists have therapists in case y'all didn't know um anyway i was talking to my therapist about this and she pointed something out kind of reframed it for me and thinking because at one point, I think I said something about, you know, I just didn't want to to have this like angry black woman stereotype placed on me. And she said, you know, even if you are angry, which, you know, is deserving in the situation, um, sometimes we might view that as anger rather than assertiveness. So instead of being mm-hmm. an angry black woman, you are the assertive black woman and you're you're putting um putting that out there that you're assertive and so yes that might be their perception but we need to start looking at ourselves like i i'm not the angry black woman i am the assertive black woman and in my mind of course i know that of course i understand that logically that makes sense i tell people that all the time but to hear someone else validate and say no no you're not gonna let them diminish you into the angry black woman right this is what it actually is and it might seem like that from your perspective because you're being assertive that doesn't mean you're angry. right why can't i just be passionate about what i'm doing or passionate about what i'm saying why do i have to be angry exactly yeah. Ooh, girl thank you for that that's why i always right. encourage therapy <laughs> exactly you know and even just to go back into it it's like um you just you gotta have that outlet y'all so we are oftentimes you know we're the biggest promoters of a healthy you um mind body and soul and you know it takes a lot you know even if some people may not have the funds some people may not have insurance y'all therapy can come in so many different ways it can be music it can be writing it can be art um art it can be what Whatever it is that clears your mind to take your mind off of the negative things that are happening in your world and what's going on, um, have that self-care day at least once a week. So, sis, what did you do this week for self-care? 
Oh, no, she didn't just check me like that. I sure did. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> oh, we. Oh, let me think. Hold on. Oh, you know what? I can say. Um, I actually, so I work out in Chandler. I see, well, y'all won't, y'all might not know what I do. Chandler, Arizona. I see children at a pediatric clinic, uh, like one day a week, but I had this giant break in time and I was going to do some work, some business stuff, um, catch up on notes that I had for my own business and all of that. And then I decided, you know what? I will have time to do that. I'm going to go and, you know, just chill in the mall. I had no actual plans. There was nothing I wanted to buy, but I was like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get lunch and I'm just going to walk around and I'm not going to spend my time doing business stuff. Like it can wait. It's there's good. I did that. Went into Barnes and Noble because that's my jam and I'm a little bit of a nerd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, For a, a huge chunk of time. Purchasing a uh, learning American for $10 because I'm already taking classes, but these have flashcards that'll help me also practice um, and like not have to print a billion pages from my lessons that I'm doing online. So I was like, $10, I can do that. So that I self care. Okay, awesome. So um, my self care was um, I went and got a pedicure on yesterday um your timeline yes it was life okay like I really enjoyed my me time and I also went and had some Chick-fil-a inside the restaurant sat down by myself I didn't have anybody with me and I was like this time there's nothing like spending time with yourself and um actually talking to yourself getting to know and digging down to find out what's going on with you do a mental health check on yourself find out what's going on find out what it is some things you can change some things that you can fix or some things that you may want to do differently from the last time to get a different result um just being aware of what's going on within you it's super important to do Yes, honey. Yes. Like I do check-ins with my friends. We do check-ins on each other. Um, I do it with family. So it's important, y'all, because, you know, it's a lot of times that people smile on the outside and they are deeply petrified on the inside. So I just encourage you to self-check yourself and then um, check on somebody else. So that's my homework. I'm going to give y'all for this week to reach out to somebody um, and Reach out to yourself and uh, do a self-check. Yep, that's super important. Um, so if we change gears just a little, even though it's still tidy, the athleticism in sports, sis, you said you wanted mm-hmm. to bless the new, uh, What? it's not the NAACP, Lord, NCAA. <laughs> yeah, so it is... Um, uh NAACP or whatever oh (laughs) so I am excited that they now have to pay athletes for um their what do you call it sis um their likeness yeah their likeness sponsorships and and stuff right sponsorships correct yes so they were talking about how scholarships um should be enough no that's not true 
Because if you say, I'm paying you to do this, then that means I'm your employee, right? Right. Okay. So these colleges have been known for so long to make so much money off of the exploitation of a certain college player where the college player is not getting anything besides a cracked skull. And now to go and play for a team, they damage good. Like they, they've if been they burnt. Ever make, and, if they ever make if it. If they ever far. make it. Correct. Correct. So I am all for it. I think they should have been doing it because oftentimes we see them going to our communities and draft our players that could have played for a HBCU or, um, you know, and it's, it's 10 of the, the world's best black athletes that are playing for these large all white schools. And it's like, okay, I get it. If I was an athlete, I would want to play for LSU. However, comma, what's wrong with me playing for Southern if that's the school I chose to go to? Why can't I get those same endorsements if I play for Southern? Right. You know, and I think that it's important that we start lifting up our HBCUs and that our Black men take into consideration um plan for a black school you know if you have to put yourself out there and make you make sure you're doing the advertisement guess what when you that damn good you just that damn good it don't matter where you go your name will be known period so i'm excited that they you know looked into paying these players a lot of their time is devoted to doing everything for this school they can't work Right. Um, and I totally agree. Like I think they need to be paid for their endorsement. Or, you know, when they when they are used in these ads to get people, you know, to the games and stuff. The issue I can see, right, just if I'm thinking forward and future, mm-hmm. is if we do not have, like you said, enough um effort to get HBCUs at the forefront and for these black athletes to choose these schools. That's where it's going to become problematic because these PWIs, you know, primarily white institutions have the ability Mm -hmm. and the fun to start to say, hey, you know what, if you come to our school, we already have, you know, this primetime channel that we're going to be on, you know, for your games and this will show show these other big places what you can do because we're aired regularly versus, you know, uh, uh, one local news channel, right? Like, already have this funding and the ability there to kind of guys, so to speak, to them and kind of this unfair advantage in my mind. So, I'm there is a way for these HBCUs to get the funding and to get the kind of um, broadcasting that a lot of these schools like freaking. What, crimson top what is it alabama roll tide mm-hmm. you know how to, to get them those kind of things because oh i can't stand they fans i'm sorry that's oh, all me either <laughs> me either so you know it's just i i love the idea but i can also see some of the systems already being problematic just like we talk about how systems are built exactly the way they're built for a reason or right. they're working exactly the way they're supposed to be working. Right. You I know, get it. So. You know, and it's 
it's that we want and need to stand behind our black schools and find out what exactly what it is that these like you said pwis have that our hbcus don't you know we we see these big games advertised on espn and all this kind of stuff ours is on what fox 44 so you can't even catch it in your neck of the woods and your where you are because it's not nationally advertised so we need to figure out what what can we do to promote our hbcus right so lots of conversations needing to happen within our black community about how to get our you know our people what they deserve how to get the respect we deserve and how to also not over overly police one another it's one thing if you're trying to give someone some help in a situation mm-hmm. like hey let me let me guide you in this it's another to again judge someone you know based off of what you perceive to be right and wrong that's not okay right right judge the not you guys <laughs> <laughs> so that is our episode for today i am so excited we could connect with y'all me too thank y'all so much for listening um and for giving us a chance like that's so meaningful yes stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to be talking all about relationships so y'all definitely don't want to miss that one digging deep getting personal (laughs) honey i'm ready yes and you guys know you can always follow us on social media on our period sis um instagram page and if you have any comments concerns any topics you want us to talk about reach out and let us know period perfect we look forward to hearing from y'all and thank you again you guys yes. we'll be back soon y'all have a good week deuces <laughs> bye bye